Good evening, it's the Dr. Zeus Podcast. It's Saturday night. First and foremost, I want to give a shout out to George Strombolopoulos, Strombo Show, whose birthday is tomorrow. He is this amazing interviewer, but first and foremost, he's an amazing human being because he understands I've spoken to him, many of us have spoken to him, how to talk to you, how to, you know, talk about the music, talk about things that are going on in the world that we're all, you know, concerned with, civil rights, human rights, the virus, and rocking out. So tonight's Dr. Zeus podcast, I promise you, is going to be entertaining. We're going to talk about music. And yes, I'm going to give a shout out to Strombo because it's my show. And he's a very important interviewer. That's the thing. When I've talked to some people in, in California who are not aware of him. And so I say I, I reference the Maya Angelou interview. I reference the Neil Peart interview because everyone loves Rush. I reference all these really great interviews, but also I reference that Strombo, you're a really amazing pianist, and I and I can't say that enough. And I want to give a shout out to the LNC crew. We're all there because of Strombo, so stay tuned, Doctor Zeus Podcast. Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. It's Saturday night. I figured, you know, let's talk about music because this week, this is this is an album that's not only a classic, but kind of split people. I'm talking about their diehard fans. 29 years ago, I know, the 90s, August 12th, 1991. Metallica, legendary band. They put out the Black Album, Black Cover, just as Metallica on it. Enter the Sandman, The Unforgiven, Nothing Else Matters, Wherever I May Roam, Sad But True. Um, Don't Tread on Me, just many of the songs that are on this classic album. Metallica's Black Album split fans. Some fans were like, what? It was slowed down. It gave them radio play, which they really didn't get. It gave them video play. Some fans were like, no, we want justice for all. We want Master of Puppets, legendary albums, Ride the Lightning, Kill Em All. Well... Metallica had decided to work with producer Bob Rock, who had done Motley Crue, Bon Jovi, and here he is working with Metallica. Lars Ulrich has said that was the most difficult album he ever had to make was the Black Album. All of the members of Metallica have said this, from Jason Newstead, who was formerly their bass player, um, Kirk Hammett, James Hetfield, Everyone was in agreement. This was a tough album to make. But sometimes tougher, really, it, it streams into this massive, massive album. The Black Album has sold 16 million copies. Probably 30 worldwide. 30 million. 
it still continues to sell a million units a year. Even in streaming and download, it still is, it's still there. It's their dark side of the moon. Recently, I had talked about how they had performed with the San Francisco Orchestra. In the early part of 1990, when they were recording the Black Album, they had talked about Nothing Else Matters. And so they sent it out to Michael Kamen, the late Michael Kamen, who wrote the chart, the orchestration for Nothing Else Matters. Now, they turned it down in the mix, so you can hear some of it. And they have a Muzak version of it. It was Michael Kamen who convinced them to play with the San Francisco Orchestra. And so they did that in 1999, and then they did it again in 2019. The Black Album is, I mean, like I said, it it splits Metallica fans. Some don't like it. Some like it. It did bring new fans to Metallica. But then you think of what followed the Black Album. Load, reload. Ugh. So, you know, and then they returned with Death Magnetic to Thrash. And then Hardwire to Self-Destruct. More of their roots. You know, the Black Album really was a pivotal moment for Metallica, for music in the 90s. You think of 1991, the albums that were coming out. Soundgarden, Nirvana's Nevermind, Pearl Jam's 10, okay? U2's Actum Baby. A lot of experimentation going on. Grunge. Grunge was at the forefront. Alice in Chains. And here's Metallica. Metallica been doing it since 1983 with Kill 'Em All. They are known for their thrash sound, their big epic sound. And what they brought with the Black Album was truly extraordinary. And yes, you can hear the differences. If I go back and I listen to Welcome Home Sanitarium versus the Black Album, totally different. Master of Puppets, totally different. Orion, totally different. Um, Ride the Lightning, totally different. We could say that there is a marriage in terms of sound when it comes to For Whom the Bell Tolls and the Black Album. There's some signature moments there, rhythmically, okay? And I thought, you know, Metallica is the... I've often felt that they are misunderstood Because some people are like, oh, it's just metal. It's jock rock. No, no, no. It's Metallica. There is a perfect marriage of instrumental music, classical music, and Metallica. I mean, look what they did with the orchestrations. Come on. There is a virtuoso aspect to Metallica. Look at James Hetfield. James Hetfield learned to use his voice in a different way for the Black Album. The Black Album was purposely introspective, lyrically, vocally, sonically. Bob Rock got that out of them. You know, they had worked with, they had mostly self-produced some of their albums. You know, there's always been the complaint of the lack of bass for And Justice for All. Jason Newsom has talked about that. And then you talk about the Black Album. The Black Album, how it was so different. It was a historical moment for metal in terms of that album and how big it got. 
like I said, it still sells to the state. And the feelings that you get, you know, for me, when I listen to The Unforgiven, and it starts off with those spaghetti western kind of type of strings and the bell, and then it's and it hits you. It is hard from the lyrics to the chorus. You know, it just it's a barrage. It hits you like heat. That is the brilliance of the Black Album from, you know, Enter the Sandman, that guitar riff to uh, Nothing Else Matters, the evocative uh, moments of that song. These are epics. People don't really think of epics and they think of metal. They think of, you know, film scores. So we could, you know, we could put Metallica in. They could score a film and they have, you know. And the heaviness, emotionally, sonically, of the Black Album. Now, I would be remiss if I didn't mention the birthday boy who loves heavy metal, who loves Metallica, and that's George Strombolopoulos. And Strombo, the Strombo Show, which can be heard through Canada and the U.S., plays everything. Everything. Metal, uh, you know, folk, pop. Rock, R&B, hip-hop. There's something for everyone. And I want to shout out Strombo because I'm part of the LNC 666. And it, it truly is a pleasure to just watch him. Watch him play his piano to talk to his audience. You know, that, that's, that's a, a gift. That's a gift that Lou Reed had. Where, you know, he could play and and you felt like he was playing just for you. You know, you were being understood. Same could be said with this record, the Black Album. You know, next year will be 30 years since the Black Album came out. You know, here we are in COVID. Everyone's listening to music. People are are listening to things that they've never listened to before. You know, I, I think we're all tired of Netflix I never really got into the Netflix binge myself. I'm still watching The Witcher, but I'm watching it daily. You know, I think binging kind of takes the fun out of it, you know, and going about my day and being physical. And when I'm out on a walk, I'm always listening to metal and I'm always listening to Metallica. And I've listened to the Black Album from cover to cover, you know, from start to finish. It's it's amazing. And then to see them in concert, do those songs. The Unforgiven, Enter the Sandman, Sad But True, Wherever I May Roam, Nothing Else Matters. It's heavy and it's raw. You know, I, I can't say enough about that album. I mean, and the beauty is back to Strombo when he does these sessions and he plays this music for us, it's heavy. There's always, there's always a point to it. There's always a point. Um, he gives us the promise of adventure. You know, Strombo's not just going to play the usual for you. He's going to play something that's mixed in. Something that you never thought you'd hear before. You know, and, and that's part of the beauty of it. And I am so grateful for that. I think music, especially I, music for all time is very important. I know people who don't like music. OK, you know, 
um, would rather binge stuff all day, and that's fine. You know, everyone, we're all different in this aspect. And the Dr. Zeus podcast, I always um, make a point to just talk about music. Last night, we talked about Harry Dean Stanton in Paris, Texas. The music, Ray Cooter, Ray Cooter wrote the music for that. Very interesting. Um, it, there's a feel to it, a, a heat, you know. Um, so, yeah, you know, today I, I did a brief little tribute. I played some Ennio Morricone because that's epic. Metallica always plays Ennio Morricone's Ecstasy of Gold at the beginning of their show since 1983. So it's truly a full circle moment here at the Dr. Zeus podcast. So Metallica, 30 years next year of the Black Album. But first and foremost, before I end tonight's show, I Like I said, I got to give a birthday greeting to George Strombolopoulos. I had the great pleasure to talk to him. And he gave me a piece of advice that really stuck with me. And I'm forever grateful. You know, and when you have those moments, listen. Listen, don't just do the talking. Listen, and I listened to him. And a lot of what he told me, I stuck with. So I want to thank you, Strombo. Wish you a happy birthday. You're very important to myself and to many of us within the group. And it's all about music, but also it's all about sharing ourselves with one another. And that's what you do. You play the piano really brilliantly. You, I would consider you a pianist. Okay? What I'd like to see is you play some metal on that piano. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So happy birthday. Today is metal and unpleasant dreams, as Elvira would say. <laughs>